It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, friends? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. Hello again, friends. Billy Rossetti with you guys here on the Tuesday edition of the podcast. Hope you guys are having a good week. Hope you guys are getting ready for Christmas, too. Just about done with your shopping. I know I'm pretty much done with my shopping. Crazy to think, though, that Friday is the big day. Um... Just incredible how this year has gone, has just flown by. Uh, but as always, appreciate you guys joining me throughout all these years. Uh, of course, check out my work, SI Panthers. Uh, of course, the podcast here, some of the other work, obviously. And of course, follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R I C C E T T E. A couple things we're going to do here today. We're going to look at the snap counts. Didn't really touch on that on Monday. I thought I'd. Save that here for Tuesday, kind of see how things broke down a little bit here. And we're going to take, we're going to start thinking mock drafts here. You know, we might start looking at some other mock draft or some uh, different mock drafts, different folks and whatnot. Eventually, I'm going to have my own mock drafts, obviously, too, and we'll bring back mock draft Monday. But I thought we'd take a look at uh, Jordan Reed's mock draft later on from the draft network, especially, of course, now with the Panthers, as we talked about on Monday, now moving into the number four spot in the draft. So curious to see what Jordan has planned here. So we'll take a look at that and kind of discuss it and kind of start our draft series in a sense. Uh, But let's jump into things and talk about uh, how the players fared in terms of how often they were out there looking at the snap counts here. So uh, a nice number of offensive snaps for the Panthers on Saturday. And that, of course, was 69 offensive snaps. So very nice, very nice. (laughs) And six of those players played all 69 snaps. Obviously, they are who we thought they were, to quote Dennis Green a little bit there. Teddy Bridgewater, of course, playing all the snaps and then all the offensive linemen, including, of course, as we know, Trent Scott got the start at left tackle with Russell Okung out with that injury. And we knew Greg Little was still kind of battling some stuff as battling some injuries as well. So Trent Scott getting the start, uh, but the entire offensive line. And again, it's something we haven't seen too often. It's about maybe, I guess, close to an even split at this point in terms of the Panthers being able to 
have that sort of uh, consistency on the offensive line during the game. We we know, of course, earlier in the season when they had that kind of rotation between Scott and Greg Little while uh, while Russell Okung was out. But in this case, uh, all five guys were ended up playing every single snap. Uh, looking at the wide receivers, we see obviously a, a pretty close mix. There have been days, there have been weeks, of course, where some receivers have played significantly more than some of the other receivers. But this was one of those occasions where the Panthers pretty much decided to have all three guys for pretty much the entire game. They all played basically 80 to 90% of the snaps. Uh, Robbie Anderson ended up with 62 snaps. That was about 90%. We know, of course, he ended up having a very quiet game, though, only having uh, two catches in those 62 snaps. And that was also on five targets. Curtis Samuel came up next with 58 of the 69 snaps. It's about 84%. Obviously, pretty decent game for Curtis Samuel. Nine targets brought in four of those targets for 42 yards and also saw two rushing attempts for six yards. So mixed up a little bit, but not as much as we've seen throughout the season as again, it was, you know, a okay day, not a, not a great day, but a pretty decent day for Teddy Bridgewater. And then DJ Moore, 56 offensive snaps, which was about 81%. But he of course had the big day, eight targets caught six of those targets for 131 yards, pretty much accounting for half of Teddy Bridgewater's total of two, actually a little more than half of his total, uh, 258. So still a nice mix. We've kind of seen that, but this was probably about as close as we've seen the, the three of them playing in terms of snap counts throughout the season in a game. Ian Thomas, 50 snaps. Uh, 72%. Uh, that was actually, you know, a pretty high amount for him. And he actually set a season high with 29 receiving yards on three catches. And he saw four targets. So finally, one of the better games for Ian Thomas. Like I said, if there was one, one aspect of this team, I was a little disappointed in, or, you know, wish we could have seen more of that, of course, was Ian Thomas. You guys know, I've been kind of hyping up a little bit and ended up playing, or uh, being very quiet throughout this season. Mike Davis then played a little more than half of the uh, the offensive snaps, 37 of the 69 of the 69 snaps as they almost split at 50-50 or at least, you know, 54-35. So, you know, not quite 50-50, but a 54-35 split in terms of Mike Davis's snap percentage versus Rodney Smith's snap percentage. Uh, and, of course, Mike Davis had the bulk of the rushing attempts with 14 for 59 yards. Rodney Smith did see four rushes for 23 yards and also saw four targets in this game for 24 yards. So you've start, been starting to see Rodney Smith get a little more playing time as well, which has been nice to see. You know, we, we knew he was a pretty good running back coming out of Minnesota, and now the Panthers are starting to utilize him a little bit more as these final weeks go by. So it'll be interesting interesting to see how they use him in these last two weeks. Obviously, there's the question of whether or not Christian McCaffrey will come back. You know, that's that's a different story. 
But Rodney Smith, been pretty nice to see how you know he's been operated so far. Chris Manhurts played 26 snaps. That was about 38%. Uh, but really, he was the the blocking tight end for the most part. Didn't even get a target in this game. Colin Thompson, same thing. 11 snaps, mostly just on the field, not involved in the passing game at all. Farrell Cooper had nine offensive snaps and did see a target, but of course did not haul it in. Alex Arma played seven offensive snaps and had a and did have a reception in this game for nine yards. And then Brandon Zilstra wrapping things up with five offensive snaps, including one rushing attempt for one yard. So the notes from the Panthers website here. Uh, DJ Moore played 81% of the snaps in his return from the COVID-19 list, totaling a game-high 131 receiving yards on six receptions. Curtis Samuel played a season-high 84% of the snaps. He had four catches for 80, uh, 42 yards. Trent Scott played 100% of the snaps on the left side, marking just the second game this season where he started and played 100% of the snaps. And then, like I mentioned, Ian Thomas, 72% of the snaps, season-high 29 receiving yards on three receptions. So that's the offensive side of the ball. We'll come back, talk about the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to give a shout-out to our friends over at betonline.ag. Are we ready for some football, college football Heading into bowl season, really, it's already started here, and there are some great matchups coming up. The NFL regular season is finishing up with the playoff picture becoming clear, but there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. NFL game, including... You know, the Panthers against Washington or uh, a couple of the big college games. A lot of great bowl games coming up. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Let's flip over now to the defensive side of the football. 62 defensive snaps not quite as nice of a, of a number but a, a good amount nonetheless <laughs> hey just trying to make things a little fun here at least as, as fun as i can uh before players played all 62 snaps here for the panthers and it's pretty much been the uh some of the usual suspects throughout the season shaq thompson dante jackson good to see him being out there the entire game trey boston and Jeremy Chin, and uh, a few of those players, of course, ended up having some pretty solid days uh, on defense, including uh, Shaq Thompson ended up with five total tackles. Jeremy Chin had six total tackles, as did Trey Boston, and uh, Dante Jackson, like I said, uh, five total tackles with Shaq Thompson. Shaq even had a tackle for a loss, so pretty solid days for those four and then Justin Burris right behind him or right behind those four with 60 defensive snaps he ended up with four total tackles if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on NFL scouting podcast 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, And then right behind them was Brian Burns. And Brian Burns, of course, the star of the show once again on defense. 58 defensive snaps. He ended up with four total tackles, two sacks, on Aaron Rodgers, two of, of course, the five on Aaron Rodgers, and uh, two tackles, two tackles for a loss. So a great, great day once again. Really unsurprisingly, but another great day for Brian Burns. Derek Brown, just as good. He was right there with with Brian Burns. Fifty-seven defensive snaps, and of course, he too had two sacks. He had three total tackles. Two sacks, two tackles for a loss. So Derek Brown just continuing to flash. So, you know, we we talk so much about the foundation of this Panthers football team, and there's two of your base pieces right there on defense, Brian Burns and Derek Brown. So great days from the defensive line there. Yitor Grossmatos, 50, uh, 52 defensive snaps. That's about 84%. You're really starting to see him get a lot more playing time as well. He ended up with a tackle on the board. Bravion Roy, another player that's been getting more playing time and getting better as the weeks go by. 47 defensive snaps for him. That was about three quarters of the snaps. And he ended up with uh, three total tackles. Razul Douglas, first game since, of course, being being made a little silly uh, against the Broncos. He played 44 snaps, uh, but did actually lead the team in tackles on Saturday with seven. So a nice little bounce back game for Razul Douglas. Jermaine Carter played half of the snaps, 31 of them. And he was tied for second on the team on the night with six tackles with Jeremy Chin and Trey Boston. Miles Hartsfield, a lot more playing time for him as well. You're starting to see a lot of these young guys, like I said, get some more playing time, especially Miles Hartsfield. You know, he's been a, a pleasant surprise as the uh, as an undrafted free agent, and he wound up with three tackles as well in this game. So he's he's a guy that's going to be interesting to watch uh, these last couple of weeks and then going forward what they decide to do with him because he's a, another very young, very athletic player that they can move around a little bit in the backfield. So he'll be fun to watch. Uh, Troy Pride Jr., only 18 snaps and uh, before exiting the game with a groin injury. He, of course, got the start, but the groin injury took him out. He ended up finishing with one tackle. F.A. Obata, only 17 snaps, but he made them count. He had a tackle and, of course, came up with a sack as well. So, F.A. Obata, you know what? He's been, you know, it would obviously be very easy for him to, you know, go to another team after the Panthers cut him and just kind of look away from the Panthers. But Panthers made an easy decision to bring him back once the the possibility was there. And F.A. has just been incredible on the inside because that's been another great move by the Panthers is kicking F.A. Obata inside 
uh, to three tech, and he's been fantastic there. Even in limited snaps, Obada has had a really nice season. Woodrow Hamilton, eleven defensive snaps, and um, and then Marquise Haynes with six snaps, and wrapping things up was Corn Elder with four. Uh, the defensive notes from the Panthers website: Dante Jackson played every snap for just the second time this season, finishing with five tackles. So, like I said, it was nice to see him, you know, bounce back and start to get over. You know all these injuries and the the big injury bug bite that he had throughout the season. So nice to see him out there. Derek Brown it was a career high ninety two percent of defensive snaps for him, and it was his first two career sacks in the process. Bravion Roy had that uh, short time where he left with a knee injury, but still played a career high seventy six percent of the snaps and had a tackle for a loss. And then, like I mentioned, Troy Pride left the game with a groin injury, ended up playing 29% of the snaps after getting the started corner. Razul Douglas and Miles Hartsfield played the majority of snaps at outside corner and at nickel, respectively. So, like I said, Miles Hartsfield, versatile guy. You can play him in the uh, play him in the safety position, play him in the nickel. So he's going to be an intriguing guy to watch going forward. So. Like I said on Monday, overall, you like the the uh, the competitiveness and the fight and the grit that this team has been showing. Now it's just a matter of winning some games, right? It's about turning these close losses into wins. Like we mentioned, 10 losses now for the Panthers. Eight of them have been one-possession games. Oh, yeah, only the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Panthers by more than eight points. So the Panthers have shown a lot of fight. Staying close with the staying close with the Packers and staying close with the Chiefs, who as we know, these these are two teams that could very well end up meeting in Super Bowl fifty five. They're of course on pace now to get those first round buys in the playoffs. And the Panthers lost to them by a combined ten points. So that's gonna be a nice little moral victory to take away from the season after after it's all said and done. So that's the snap counts and kind of how some of these players did. We'll come back and take a look at Jordan Reed's mock latest mock draft for the Carolina Panthers. And we'll wrap things up here on this Tuesday edition of the podcast. But before we do that, special shout out to our friends at Built Go. Of course, Built Go, excellent product. Uh, actually just got some some more stuff from them as well so really appreciate them give uh letting me try some stuff and i've said before built bar built go excellent products and it's one of those things you know if you have any kind of mental or physical wall as i sometimes do these are great for you to help break through that wall they come in easy to take in one and a half ounce packages you can put it in your briefcase, you can uh, put it in your golf bag, or just have it in your pocket to get you through the day. It's a, a nice snack, whatever the case may be. It's the best workout gel on the market. It's like having a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, which means it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink, but only having a third of the caffeine and better results. And it comes in three delicious flavors, like peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. And how does Built Go work so well? Well, it combines energy gel 
with collagen protein, which is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system fast, plus it's easy on the stomach. Bilko is loaded with good stuff to ignite my work, like beta-alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. Bilko then kicks to keep me going with B6 and B12, including 10,000% of your daily percentage. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This is stuff that literally makes you look better. So visit BuiltGo.com and use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. So again, use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. And let's go to Jordan Reed's Mock Draft. Latest, uh, latest mock draft over at the Draft Network. And like I said, it's it's an interesting time to look at drafts now. Uh, of course, two two weeks left in the regular season. And obviously, uh, a big changeup in the draft order. The biggest one, like we mentioned on Monday, the Jacksonville Jaguars now own the number one pick in the draft and are in play now for Trevor Lawrence. And like we mentioned with the Panthers, they are now sitting at the number four position in the draft, which would be a really good position for the franchise and for whoever they end up getting as their new general manager. So let's talk about Jordan Reed's mock draft for the Panthers, or at least his first-round pick, and kind of discuss a little bit. Well, first we'll set the table by going through his first three picks so you can see who's off the board. So again, obviously number one, Trevor Lawrence. It's going to be it. It's just a matter of will he go to Jacksonville or will he go to New York. As of now, it is Jacksonville. Then at number two, he does still have Justin Fields. I know there's been some talk. Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Uh, Ben Solak actually wrote a really interesting article, too, asking the question, should the Jets even take a quarterback at number two if they land that pick? I ultimately think they still would, and I think Justin Fields uh, would still be a really nice fit with the Jets if they get him at number two. And then at number three, no surprise, the Bengals take Pinai Sewell, the offensive tackle out of Oregon, which puts you at the Panthers at number four. And he does have the Panthers. Jordan Reed does have the Panthers taking Zach Wilson. And this is a name we've been starting to talk about a lot lately in some recent mock drafts, the quarterback out of BYU. And of course, you know, Zach Wilson, we've seen the arm improve tremendously uh, this season, you know, he's been kind of quiet, but skyrocketed throughout the season. And now he's in a position where he could be the third quarterback taken. He could be a top five pick. Uh, so really interesting where he goes. Really interested to see the uh, the draft process. Interested to see if he's going to play in the bowl game uh, as well. So we'll see uh, if BYU is playing in the bowl game. I know it's a lot of, obviously a lot of teams have been, Opting out of bowl, sometimes it's hard to kind of keep track. Uh, but BYU is playing in a bowl game, so if you want to check out Zach Wilson one more time, if he decides to play, uh, BYU is playing in the Boca Raton Bowl, and that will be actually today, Tuesday. Uh, BYU. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. BYU taking on uh, UCF, which should be uh, a pretty interesting game. So it'll be the last opportunity to see Zach Wilson and, of course, very possible you could be seeing future Carolina Panther, Zach Wilson. Uh, Jordan Reed writes in his mock, there's a lot of different directions that the Panthers could go with this pick. Drafting a corner or Micah Parsons are options, but when selecting this high in the draft, and being that it's a relatively new regime, the team wants to stamp their rebuild with a face-of-the-franchise type of selection. Teddy Bridgewater appears to have bumped his head on the ceiling of what he can be as a starter. Always leaving you wanting a little bit more, Wilson gives the Panthers a possible long-term answer under center. So, and Jordan's right. Certainly a bunch of different ways they can go. You know, Micah Parsons obviously would fit really nice if the Panthers want to go in that direction to really beef up that secondary or uh, beef up the linebacking group. But, you know, it's possible they can wait on linebacker and see if they can get a guy like Chaz Surratt out of North Carolina, who did opt out of North Carolina's bowl game, uh, did opt out of the Orange Bowl against Texas A&M. But certainly those are options. He mentioned a corner, whether they want to go again, get a guy like Caleb Farley or uh, Patrick Sertain, whatever the case may be. Uh, But it does feel like the Panthers are probably more likely now to, to take a quarterback. We know... Teddy Bridgewater has probably plateaued a little bit in terms of what he's going to be for the Panthers. You know, you're you're not seeing the explosiveness in the offense like you did in the beginning of the season. And the Panthers are a team now that they need to start taking that next step forward, and that probably means eventually handing the keys over to somebody else. Now, again, drafting Zach Wilson here, they don't necessarily have to throw him into the fire week one of 2021. They could still roll with Teddy Bridgewater, let him play for however long. And if things start to go south again, they can go to Zach Wilson and I'll, you know, eventually give him the keys in 2022, because we know the Panthers can easily get out of Bridgewater's contract after 2021. So Panthers are in a really good position. And like I said, in terms of, Drafting, being able to draft a quarterback in the first round and not necessarily having to throw him into the fire right away. It's like, you know, a lot of people have made the connection to the Miami Dolphins, and I think it's a a great comparison. You know, it's exactly like what Miami did in 2020. They drafted Tua Tungabailoa with a top five pick. He was able to sit the first few weeks behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. Eventually, they gave Tua the keys, and now Miami is sitting at nine and five, and two wins away from getting into the playoffs. Maybe the Carolina Panthers could be that team as well in 2021. We'll have to wait and see, but that's Jordan Reed, at least, you know, at this point, his uh, first round mock. And again, he has Zach Wilson going to the Panthers 
at number four. And just to kind of skim through the mock, or at least the top ten, uh, you should go check it out for the, the full thing, but I'll go through the top ten. Uh, Micah Parsons to Atlanta at five. Jamar Chase to Miami at six. Of course, that pick from Houston. Devontae Smith to the Eagles at seven. Caleb Farley to the Cowboys at eight. Christian Dersaw, the offensive tackle out of Virginia, who's been starting to get a lot of love. I know Joe Marino made a tweet about him on Monday, raving about his game. Uh, Jordan has him going to the Chargers at nine. And then Trey Lance, the quarterback out of North Dakota State. Jordan has him going to the Detroit Lions at number 10. We know Matthew Stafford's time in Detroit is probably coming to a close, maybe not after this year, but eventually at some point they're going to move on from Matthew Stafford. So that'd be really interesting. Uh, But definitely check out Jordan Reed's mock there. But again, his pick with the Panthers at number four, Zach Wilson. And I've become a big fan of Zach Wilson. Really excited to see him in this draft process. So I think that's going to wrap it up here for this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. As always, really appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you have guys have a great rest of your Tuesday. And we will see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. We'll see you soon. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.